Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Batter Hi! Hello, everyone! Yes, this meeting is now streaming live on Facebook. Good to know that Zoom we did works. It. Yes, here we wow. are! Success! Welcome, Amazing Avenue Facebook Universe, to a pod of their own. Um, if you didn't know about a pod of their own before tonight, we are a podcast, one of the many on um, Amazing Avenue's fantastic network of podcasts. I am Allison McCaig, and I am joined, as always, by my lovely co-hosts, Linda Surovich. Wave hi to Facebook, Linda. Hi, Facebook. And Maggie Wiggin. Maggie Wiggin, wave hi to Facebook. Hi, Facebook. So this is Apato Live, episode 45 of A Pot of Their Own, our very first live episode on Facebook. And we are doing a very special rendition of A Pot of Their Own for you guys today. The Queen's Cookie Club episode of A Pot of Their Own. So we have each taken the liberty of acquiring um, insomnia cookies, a whole box of insomnia cookies. And we are going to taste test them live for your viewing pleasure on Facebook. In the interest of honesty, we should clarify that it was a whole box each. Mm -hmm. We are not, we are not splitting a box. No, no. No, 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 no. We each got 12 cookies. I, I I got twelve cookies. I can't speak for my. I can't speak for I others. Got 12. I got twelve. <laughs> I gave three to my family. Yeah, and that, 
I've already eaten some of mine, but we saved specific flavors. We split up the flavors and we saved specific ones for each of us to taste test live on the pod. Yeah, this um, is so, highly scientific, clearly. Yes, we have a process. It's very important. <laughs> so, and we should give some background on the Queen's Cookie Club and why it is Mets adjacent. Yeah, so this actually some does... of our viewers might not know. This actually does have something to do with the Mets. Um, so we learned fairly recently um, during this past off season, way before in the before times, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> in the before times. Uh, we learned that um, the Mets had a subset of the Mets had this thing called the cookie club that they had going. And it kind of started with David Wright. Am I right, Linda? Linda has the David Wright <laughs> shirt. So I figured she could tell the part about how David Wright originated the cookie club. Well, back in 2015, after, you know, he got hurt and then he got this final stenosis diagnosis, um, he, his first game back, he met the team in Philadelphia. They were traveling to Philadelphia and he met them in the hotel, like, like I think like one in the morning or something, something like, like they, that. Had, they had just finished up a series somewhere and they had to travel. So they got into the hotel late and it was 1am and he met the team in full uniform and had a whole box of insomnia cookies for them. So David Wright was the original member of the insomnia cookie club, but Jacob deGrom turned down the insomnia cookies, got food poisoning from a burger at 1.30 in the morning. <laughs> Jakey, I love you, but who's ordering a burger at 1.30 in the morning? A food, ser- a food service burger. I mean, maybe if they're not like cookies in front of you, maybe yeah. if you were in like dire straits. Yeah, but... We were giving cookies in Jake. front of you. Jakey, I love you, but no. So he got massive food poisoning and was awful the next day, but David Wright with his cookies hit a home run in Philadelphia. So clearly the cookies were the game changer. Cookie club karma for Jacob deGrom. (laughs) (laughs) Learn your lesson, Jake. (laughs) Yeah. So from then on, the the cookie club was born and we have some of the like new generation of Mets now that are part of the cookie club that during the 2019 season would get together once in a while and have late night insomnia cookies and talk hitting. Um, and all sorts of other things, and they felt like it added to the team chemistry, loosened things up a little bit, really helped them with their game. So we're here to sort of vicariously live that um, during our respective quarantines. Well, we should tell them who's part of the Cookie Club now, the current Cookie Club. Yes, the current Cookie Club includes Pete Alonzo, Michael Conforto, Jeff McNeil, J.D. Davis, Dominic (laughs) Smith, and am I missing anyone? Nimmo. Nimmo. And Brandon. <laughs> I was like, I knew I would forget someone. So we're all representing uh, different parts of the cookie club with our respective um, gear that we have on today. So Linda's wearing her right jersey, as I mentioned. I'm wearing my Polar Bear Pete. Hell yeah. Amazing Avenue shirt. And Maggie's also repping an Amazing Avenue shirt. Scooter and the Big Man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, out here. <laughs> That's like the double and cookie it- club. And if you want to rep the Queen's Cookie Club, you can because we have t-shirts on sale at Amazing Avenue right now. Yes, there's a Queen's Cookie Club t-shirt on sale at AmazingAvenue.com right at this very moment from our friends from Breaking Tea. So go check that out for sure. Um, 
But yeah, before we actually start taste, taste testing cookies, I would we'd really like to thank um, Amy on Twitter for letting us know uh, that you can get the cookies shipped because I didn't know that. I didn't know that you I could get that insomnia cookies shipped to you. So That was a game changer. <laughs> so thanks, Amy, for... Uh, cluing us in uh we'll give her twitter credit when we tweet when we tweet this, this episode out um and thanks to Metzgal on twitter for the idea uh for taste testing the cookies live on the pod so it was it was really a team effort folks uh Pado fans amazing avenue and Apato hosts ourselves this whole thing was a team effort so um and we were all too willing to agree to it we'll make the sacrifice so yeah um we are going to get uh, going on actually taste testing cookies very shortly, um, but we figured um, before we did so, we would um, kind of review how the members of the cookie club like their cookies, <laughs> how the various members of the cookie club, either their favorite cookies or their, you know, cookie eating strategies. Um, so what we learned from the various cookie club articles that have been written since we learned of the cookie club, um, we know that Nimmo's favorite is chocolate chip, but if I do go a little more exotic, it's the double chocolate mint one. They come out and they come warm and gooey. Uh, so we've got both those varieties on tap for you this evening, the regular chocolate chip and the double mint chip. Uh, we know- conf- Nimmo strikes me as the kind of person who would describe snickerdoodles as spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Nemo doesn't like snickerdoodles they're too spicy too spicy, they're too spicy. <laughs> um, Conforto prefers the classic chocolate chip which I have right here hell yeah um, beautiful I don't like to mess around he says I, I'm with you Mike I too don't like to mess around um, Dom likes sugar cookies so that's Linda's repping the sugar cookies tonight yep I, I got sugar yep um JD Davis, his his uh his <laughs> methods have been discussed rather extensively online, but uh he's partially. I'm not okay people. with it. Yeah, it's it's a little weird, but Linda for authenticity is using the JD Davis method tonight. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, I got my spoon. <laughs> she's got she's got her spoon. She's ready to go. JD Davis is partial to the peanut butter cup, first of all. So that's his favorite. Um, that's that's totally JD because he's a nut. He's so, a nut. I feel like it fits. It's so perfect for JD. <laughs> so in case you guys haven't seen it, what JD Davis does is he breaks the cookie up into pieces, like puts it fully in the milk and then eats it with a spoon. So Linda is going to recreate that live for you all. Who knows how that'll go, but it's happening. Get ready. It's happening. He might be a genius. He might be onto something. We don't know. Um, Pete Alonzo also likes peanut butter cup, but birthday cake is a nice one too, he says. Unfortunately, we don't have birthday cake for you because I don't think they had all the flavors available, at least not for the gift boxes that can get shipped. I think birthday cake may also be like a rotating special option. So along with red velvet, which we also don't have. I know. The mythical birthday cake. Yeah. Um, so and then we have um McNeil who says that he he'll get two snickerdoodles, two of the double chocolate chip with two milks and crush. <laughs> the man is 180 pounds soaking wet. I don't know what how where is all that going he's like he's like six three and this big around and where he's like he's like no dipping it's four cookies then two milk straight down like what yowza i feel like that's such a mcneil thing to say too like he's the one who will like put on a dead serious face and be like 
no dipping. I don't fuck around too much <laughs> straight down. Well, and then when he was mic'd up during spring training, which was a thousand years ago, I think he even said, I need more cookies because he hit one to the wall and it didn't go out. <laughs> so, burn some yep. cookies. so that's what we know about. So that's some background on how the cookie club prefers to eat their cookies along with their um, various favorites. Uh, so with that, we're going to get into the taste test. I figured we'd do a round. We do it in rounds. So like we rotate where like I eat one, then Linda, then Maggie, then back to me and then. And so we want to rest our palates. Yeah, we, we got to like, yeah, we got to let it rest um, between rounds. Um, but if you are just joining us, you're not too late to see the cookie test. Um, this is a pot of their own live episode 45 of a pot of their own. Just a reminder, I am Allison McCaig and I am repping Polar Bear Pete. Linda Surovich is repping David Wright. Wave hi to Facebook, Linda. <laughs> and Maggie Wigan is repping Scooter and the Big Man. Yeah. So this is a pod of their own part of the Amazing Avenue uh, suite of podcasts. And we are about to start taste testing Insomnia Cookies live for your viewing pleasure. So which one of us wants to start? Who do we think is the is the lead here? I'll take the sugar cookie first. Okay, Linda's going to do a sugar cookie. Show us your, your milk setup set up linda okay let me get my milk <laughs> wait hold on linda do you have three cups of milk for your three cookies no i have one big cup i would be a little worried about like oh a mess cup though that's pretty oh, cool JD i'd just be worried specific. about contamination no that's the best part is when the cookies all blend together in the, oh my in the milk god it's not better with this <laughs> okay <laughs> you can tell JD which one of us is the non-milk person on the pot <laughs> Maggie's milk setup is beer, everyone. <laughs> I'll need a purple haze. It's the best, but okay, I'm ready. No, no, I have I'm my ready. Mets cup. I have my 2% milk, which is what JD wanted. So this is, I had to keep it for science. For we science. had to keep it accurate, although we cannot fully recreate it because we did not walk into the cookie shop to get the fresh cookies. But my hypothesis is that I'm going to enjoy this cookie. <laughs> <laughs> it's got Prove a nice golden brown color. And I have eaten cookies for my entire life. So I believe I'm a cookie connoisseur. So <laughs> I think Katie said you have to dunk it. Like you have to break off pieces and dunk it. You have to break off pieces and immerse it fully and then eat it with the spoon. Wait, I have to immerse it fully? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Linda, right, you have to. You're cookie. committed to this. <laughs> All right, it goes the cookie. <laughs> and it goes. Oh, yes. It saved you from getting crumbs on your hands and throwing the crumbs everywhere. He said so we'll that. Didn't that he one. say that? Yes. That was his reasoning behind it. <laughs> so clearly, JD's a genius. All right. So the cookies We're just are full. really clumsy with his cookies. I feel like cookie crumbs is not a... A major obstacle in my life. All <laughs> I don't right. think I broke these. Okay, small going in. All right, here we go. <laughs> Is it good? Yeah, she likes, she likes it. it <laughs> How many Very cookies? Sugary. How many cookies out of five cookies? When um. 
I'm gonna give it a four. Four. Good classic sugar cookie. You know how you get cookie dough and then when you bake it, it doesn't taste like cookie dough anymore. It still tastes like a cookie. It tastes like a baked cookie. Mm -hmm. It still tastes like raw cookie dough, even though it's been baked. Ooh, that sounds like amazing. That, yeah. <laughs> that's a pro like, I don't for know me. What, I don't know what magic they worked, but that's how it tastes to me. Yeah. Under baking. Oh. Yes. <laughs> no, <laughs> shh. Don't let the secret out. <laughs> I felt that way about the, um, because I, I tasted the white chocolate macadamia one when my mom had one before, because that's not one of, that's not one of the ones I'm tasting, but that's one of the ones that my mom ate and I had a small piece of hers and I was like, oh yeah, it tastes like cookie dough still. I like that. Though I have to say when you just dunk the whole cookie and let it rest and eat with a spoon, you have the perfect cookie to milk ratio. As long as you don't leave it in too long. JD would be proud. <laughs> I don't think I'm doing JD proud. <laughs> I feel like I should eat it without the milk so you get the pure cookie flavor though. One piece without milk. Yeah. I'd say four out of five cookies. Four out of five cookies? Because it can be a little sweet. So if you don't like too sweet. But highly enjoyable cookie. I enjoy it. Good. Good stuff. All right. Sugar cookie. Thumbs up. All right. You next, Maggie, right, or me? next with okay. the cookies? All right. I'll, I can go next. Maggie, um, next. So I'm... I'm the weirdo of the group, not just for not liking milk, but because I like both oatmeal, raisin, and mint. So I, I took all of the like off-brand cookie options. So I'm going to start, I'm going to start with, with oatmeal raisin, which is one of the most, one of the most unfairly maligned cookie options out there. Like it's not chocolate chip. It's not trying to be chocolate chip. It's got like the, the soft cinnamony you know, the little burst of juicy raisin freshness. All right, let's see. This looks pretty good. Definitely got the cinnamon going. Mm. Mm. It's a really, I mean, it's a really good oatmeal raisin cookie. It's got good, um, good bite to it. You get a little, not, not dry oatmeal bits, but like a little, little crunchy, gives you a little tooth there. The raisins are all nice and fresh. Little, little sweetness. That's great. So how, I love this out cookie. of five cookies, what would you rate it? I would give it a four. Oh. And screw the haters. Forget <laughs> the haters. Mm-mm. I'm a hater. I'm mean. I don't like oatmeal raisin. No, because from far away, it looks like chocolate chip, and then you walk up to it like it, like at, when you're at like a conference or like a meeting where there's where there's like a cookie platter at the end. Sometimes, like you're like, oh yeah, free cookies, and then I'm like, oh yeah, chocolate chip, and I go up close to it, and I'm like, oh shit, it's oatmeal raisin. God damn. That's true. I have had that experience. That right? is a letdown. <laughs> that sounds like more your problem than the cookies' problem. But yes, I. <laughs> I agree with that. That is totally That's a fair very criticism. That's fair. That is a me problem and not the cookie's fault. It is a me problem, <laughs> but it is indeed a problem I have. <laughs> so I guess to sort of compliment that, I'm going to go with, for my first pick, I'm going to go with the classic chocolate chunk. And okay, unlike wrong. Linda and Maggie, who are more prepared than me, I did not unbag my cookies beforehand. So we're so going to do a live unbagging. Our, 
Please pardon our co-host while she like blows out her mic with like wrinkling. Yeah, I'm just gonna crinkle this right in your face. <laughs> I'm that person like in the movie theater that didn't open their candy first before the movie started. I'm the worst. Right at the tense time. <laughs> so we're unbagging this beautiful oh, so beautiful. Cookie. Oh, look yeah. at those look at chunks. That. It's look so good. Chunk work okay. right there and, in the middle. And I also have to I also have to show my milk setup. So, I have the City Field bar glass. Oh, fancy. So, my friends got me this for my birthday. It's like a map where City Field is located. It's like a map of New York on a glass. And there's City Field. Yeah. So if Google Maps goes down, you can still get to City Field. I like it. Yep. All right. So I'm going to do the classic cookie method. So Linda's doing the full-on JD method. Maggie's doing the no-milk-at-all method. I'm doing the, like, normal human method, which is that you break the, you break up the cookie and you dip it in the milk. So that's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to put my milk right here. See it right on the computer? This is precarious, everyone. I'm doing this. It here. is precarious. You're viewing pleasure. I'm putting the milk, like, right near my computer and dipping right here. See? Here we are. I mean, everybody send us your best thoughts for that precariousness because Allison is the one streaming to y'all, so... Yeah, if I drop down. this milk on the computer, it's down. over, y'all. It's, it's over. Nice <laughs> mm. oh. That's the good stuff. Classic. Just a classic chocolate chip cookie. And chocolate chunk, in my opinion, is better than chocolate chip. The chocolate to cookie ratio... Is the right ratio? How would it's you nice to get mouthfuls of chocolate. Like, instead yes. of just, like, a little bit here, I want, like, I want every other bite to be, like, 60% chocolate. Yes. I want this. This yeah. up in yes. my mouth. Yeah. That's what I want. And that's what I'm getting. <laughs> so how would you rate it to, against other chocolate chip cookies you've had? Mm. Let's see. It's hard because... This isn't fresh out of the oven. And mm. actually, when I had the other ones the other night, the ones that I'm not tasting live on the pod, I heated them up in the microwave for like 10 oh, seconds, like they tell you to do in the good. note inside the box. And let me just tell you guys, if you guys are going to eat insomnia cookies, heat them up for like 10 seconds in the microwave. That's the good shit. Ooh, I haven't tried that. That could be a game changer. Do it. It makes it so house- much better. Yeah, doesn't your whole house smell like cookies after mm-hmm. that? So that gets the fresh out of the oven taste, which is the only thing that this is missing to me. Otherwise, it stacks up pretty good against other chocolate chip cookies I've had. I feel like chocolate chip, because it's so classic and because like one has probably tasted so many different chocolate chip cookies over the course of one's life, if you're like me anyway, and you're uh, and you like cookies, um, that it's hard to stack up um, as opposed to other flavors, which you probably eat more rarely, then it's like easier for it to rank higher. Um, but I would say this may, this may not be top three, but it's like top 10 or even top five. All right. The best chocolate chip cookie. That's a good. Yeah, I'm going to say that. I think that's good. Some lofty company there. Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> it's a good stuff. <laughs> I also will give this a four out of five cookies. All right, Linda. So that was like a clean sweep right there. We all gave it a four out of five. Yeah. All right. So, so I have white chocolate macadamia and the double chocolate chip now. 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Before we start round two, I just want to, in case you're just joining us, this is a pot of their own live insomnia cookies taste test. I am Allison McCaig. I am joined by Linda Surovich in the David Wright jersey. Wave hi to Facebook. Hi, hi Facebook. And Maggie Wigan in the scooter and the big man shirt. Wave hi to Facebook. We are a pot of their own. We are part of the Amazing Avenue suite of podcasts. We have so many other great podcasts for the show uh, to that complement our show. Wow. Live live words are very hard, everyone. Um, <laughs> we have Amazing Avenue Audio, the show, um, from Chris and Brian. Uh, they do a fantastic job giving you everything, um, all things Mets and all things music. So if you're a Mets fan and a music fan, that's the show for you. So you should join them. And I will, throughout the show, ping the other podcasts and shout them out, too. So just before we start round two just wanted to give a shout out to the one of our other fantastic pods so linda go ahead what do you think the white chocolate macadamia or the chocolate chip i feel like i should go go ahead and say like when you're tasting wines they always tell you to taste the white wines before the red because the red have like stronger bolder flavors so i'm gonna say start with the white chocolate macadamia nut because the chocolate the double chocolate fudge will just blow everything else out of the water Mm, solid logic that is not logic. Let me get my milk. I drink a lot of wine, so. <laughs> my milk is not clearly as classy. I think this was like a giveaway in City Field where I got like a drink. No, that's the, that's the upgrade glass. <laughs> that's the upgrade cup. When you're getting a beer, you can pay like three extra bucks to get that one. I've got a bunch of them. <laughs> but I don't drink beer, so I literally have no clue where this cup came from. And it was clearly sometime after 2006 and before... 2016 because 2015 isn't on here they're um nl champions aren't on here that might have been the 2015 cup i think that may have been you know prescient in their way um carbon dating our milk cups live on the pod yeah (laughs) i mean it's a nice cup it is a nice cup i'm pretty sure i literally (laughs) also have that cup Oh, wait, no, I don't know. All right, so here goes White Chocolate Academia. Do I have to stick to the JD test here? Mm-hmm. All right, so <laughs> in goes the cookie. <laughs> in goes the other cookie. I feel, I feel like right. jump them up into smaller bits, too, because then it's too hard to eat if they're too big. And then they're all- Or get a bigger spoon. Get, like, one of those- Tables? One of those, like, miso soup spoons that'll just, like- <laughs> Linda's perfecting her JD methods. I do. Time. I'm learning as I go, which is really all you can ask, really. 
<laughs> I'm just gonna give myself a giant milk mustache and keep it on there for. Oh, my I have nothing more than macadamia. And I still have macadamia left. So you got nice chunks of the white chocolate and the macadamia yes. in there. They do sometimes. I don't mean they like insomnia cookies, but some cookie manufacturers do skip on those macadamias. No, there, there's True a good, there's a good chunk. You don't get a macadamia with every bite, though. That might that's a little drawback. Well, they're expensive. Mm, no. All right. It's club. Okay. When you get everything together, it's a very good cookie. You get the white chocolate, the macadamia. It's like basically their sugar cookie. You just added bits to it. So you got the, the cookie dough flavor, and then you got the white chocolate and the macadamia. You can't go wrong. But I feel like I should try it without the milk just to get the authentic flavor. Get that big ass macadamia right there in the middle. Uh huh. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's good. And it kind of balances out the sweetness because then you have the nut in it. So, yeah. I would, I would give this one a four, too. Four nice. out of five cookies. I definitely agree with you, Linda. When I tasted that one, I definitely got the like cookie dough vibe from it. Right? More so than that chocolate chunk one I just ate. Yeah. It definitely tastes like cookie dough, but baked. Yep. <laughs> okay. So I will go, I'm going to go with the peanut butter chip next. JD's favorite. JD and um, Pete's favorite. I'm a sucker for all things peanut butter. Um, I'm a little disappointed. It is not a chocolate peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Everything should be. And I don't care if it's like chocolate cookie, peanut butter chips, peanut butter cookie, chocolate chips. Like I, I'm really, I'm neutral on the format of the peanut butter chocolate combo, but I am a little bit sad that it's missing. It's chocolate, but that's okay. Oh, that's a really good <laughs> <laughs> we have a winner <laughs> oh it is really good um it is absolutely loaded with uh peanut butter chips which is just as it should be so the whole thing just sort of like melts together it's super soft it's actually like falling apart in my hands that's not a complaint that is that is just uh see that's why you need a spoon hello location. <laughs> but yeah no it's just like you know and i can see it in the middle it's it that's the secret. It's under baking. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's, it's super smooth. It's just like a really good, rich peanut butter cookie. I, even without the chocolate, I don't know. Am I, I, can we give half cookies? Sure. We'll give it four and a half. Yeah. Perfection scares me. All right. I'm going to give it four and a half. 1000% oh. allowed. Yeah, there's Throw no some chocolate cookies. chunks in there, and you are at a at a like absolute five cookie kind of cookie. But four and a half, still, I think a pretty good score. <laughs> that's, that's, our, that's our highest scoring cookie so far. Yes. Yeah, All butter right. man. For cookie number two, do you guys think that I should do the M and M's, which is like more like the chocolate chunk, or mm. go Snickerdoodle, completely like opposite? Mm. I, I might 
I might lean snickerdoodle. Okay. Because M and M's it might be yeah. sweet after the other one, so Got I would it. go snickerdoodle. Put them up a little bit. So again, the snickerdoodle was the cookie that I ate ahead of time, so I have some snickerdoodle opinions. I do so have, I have snickerdoodle, snickerdoodle opinions. Here. You can see that it's all covered in cinnamon sugar, and uh, once again, I'm a heathen, so we're gonna do some unbagging. <laughs> I'm holding it away from the mic this time, everyone. <laughs> so I right. should probably with another cookie coming up in like five minutes I should probably not be sitting here eating the rest of my peanut butter cookie huh I mean, I mean like, it's up to you if you're enjoying I ate it the entire chocolate know. chunk cookie while you two were eating <laughs> so okay so we've got our first bite of snickerdoodle here let's see dipping it in the milk nice and good here Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Is it spicy? Spicy. <laughs> what Brandon Nemo approved? Um, okay, I have thoughts. So, this is one where I feel like actually could have benefited from the underbaking technique, and it's not. Like, oh. So, I feel like this would have been better if it had the, like, the, like, cookie dough more like cookie dough texture mm -hmm. instead it just kind of and, and it's definitely soft don't get me wrong it's definitely still like really soft and the texture is like real nice um but to me instead of the cinnamon being like nice and baked in the taste it's more just like a regular cookie with cinnamon like sprinkled on top of it and uh, superior yeah. snickerdoodles i have had in my past life like incorporate the cinnamon more throughout instead it's just like sprinkled on the top which is tasty yeah. don't get me wrong like i'm not gonna like if you hand me this i'm not gonna be like nah -uh. but there are some flaws <laughs> in the technique here that i take issue with as as a snickerdoodle lover i'm a big lover of snickerdoodles and i feel like maybe that makes yeah. me hypercritical of them um but it's not a bad cookie by any stretch of the imagination i just think there are some things that are keeping it from being perfect that said the cinnamon getting its way into the milk is something I am pretty pumped about at this time because cinnamon toast crunch freaking rules and anybody who says otherwise is wrong. <laughs> and so I'm so excited. So wait, do you have different milks? No. But I will say, I, okay. I don't think this is a one-time issue with the cinnamon on the outside not being sufficient because my, ship, my snickerdoodle, I also, my main concern was like, shorting the cinnamon sugar outside it was just not thorough yeah i agree so this cookie for me is probably like a three out of five situation it's good but there mm -hmm. there are flaws that's not gonna stop me from eating the rest of it right now <laughs> but like you said you got the bonus cinnamon milk afterwards that's the best part yeah <laughs> Oh, Maggie, how do your cookies go with the beer? Is that a good combo? Oh, great. Everything. Look, I could drink a beautiful purple haze all day long. They're not paying me for this. It's really good. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I, I've, I've always been a like beer. Okay, not always, but like since I was 21 years old, I've always been a <laughs> beer with cookies person. It's, I think maybe because I, because I don't like milk, like my brain thought out something analogous. Um, but yeah, so I think it is a, if you're not drinking beer with your cookies, 
and you are not a milk drinker and are looking to kind of incorporate some sort of new libation, I would suggest beer. I would suggest Abita. I love beer and I love Abita, so you're not wrong there. If I was not a milk drinker, I would be all in on that. Although I yeah. feel like you do need some liquid with these cookies. They're way too rich. You need mm-hmm. something to, yeah. Yeah. Especially if you need to to move it out of your mouth so that you can eat two more in quick succession. You need a palate cleanser. Cleanse the palate. <laughs> I'm, I will say, as someone who's currently trying to polish off cookie number two, the idea of downing four of these, like in oh my God. quick succession is like, wow. <laughs> like Jeff McNeil, man, I don't know how you do that. I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, we like i'm gonna struggle through three of these it's a lot they're big cookies they're not small (laughs) like this is a cookie this is my hand like (laughs) hand for scale it's the size of your face we can see it right there oh my god (laughs) they're huge they're giant they also but they these are their regular cookies they do sell something called giant cookies so (laughs) what there was a box where you can get the giant cookies like you get like six giant cookies and six giant brownies okay we'll see we'll see how long quarantine lasts because i like to call that the my boyfriend dumped me box yeah right they also have cookie cakes too yeah they do i saw that yeah the cookie cakes look good too they do all right so before we start the third and final round of of cookies. Yeah, so there were nine flavors, everyone, so it was convenient. We were able to do three rounds of three, one for each of us, so that worked out well. But we, before we start our final round of our live Insomnia Cookie Taste Test, um, for those of you who are just joining us, this is a pod of their own. I am Allison McCaig, repping Polar Bear Pete out here eating cookies. That's Linda Cervich, repping David Wright, also eating cookies via the J.D. Davis Method. Maggie Wigan via the Abita beer method, uh, repping Scooter and the Big Man. Um, so if you guys enjoy this live show, um, please tell us, first of all. So tweet at us, let us know in the comments, um, whatever method you prefer to let us know. Um, let us know that you like this because we'll keep doing more live pods like this. But we do at Amazing Avenue have two uh, live events planned for next week. Um, we are planning on watching a baseball game, an, a, an old Mets game live. The Amazing Avenue crew will be watching the game, and Josh Satin and Ty Kelly will be joining us in the chat. So yay! Get excited it's for that. Gonna be so good. I'm so excited. So um, via two seven, um, we'll be watching a game, and we'll have a chat going on the side um and you details will be at amazingavenue.com and all of our various social medias for how you can join in on that experience um so we will be doing that next week and we will also um be doing another live podcast so brian and chris amazing avenue audio the show oh i i'm informed that josh Sutton and ty kelly are not joining us next week that is not next week just kidding but we do have plans in the works i probably just spoiled it live for all of you i'm sorry that live television <laughs> there are no here <laughs> i screwed up <laughs> as was expected okay, to happen okay. it's we'll live. just start over again everybody have their second set of cookies <laughs> yeah yeah the, that didn't happen no one heard that um but we will indeed be still streaming a game live 
and watching it, the whole Maze Avenue crew. So if you want to join us, you know, you miss our game threads. I miss the game threads too. Um, a way to stay connected to the community. We'll watch an old Mets game together. We'll talk about it um, in the chat. So join us. Um, but yeah, Chris and Brian will be doing their show live, sort of like we're doing now, um, next week for Maze Avenue Audio, the show. So you, you should absolutely check that out, especially if you like this method that we're doing here for this show. So yes. Um, round three, let's go, let's do it. Linda, what flavor right. you got? This is the double chocolate chunk, which Hell yeah. I, I don't know if you can see the, the chocolate chunks up in there, but this is like basically death by chocolate, I would think. But let me get my milk. Which I have my not spilled. Had that one and it looked intense. It does look intense, but I have not spilled my milk, which is actually pretty shocking for me. Um, I was convinced it was going down. All right, here we go. I don't know how, see, JD didn't say how long he leaves the cookies in for, though. So he kind of failed in his own method. I think that's going to require multiple future tests. I think so. I, I need to get this method down. I do, <laughs> we need to keep trying this for science. Oh, look at all those cookie bits in my milk. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> the, the soggy cookie bits are the best part. I don't even care. I'm all right. <laughs> oh, I chocolate. Mm. See, even I can almost see the appeal of milk with a with a cookie like that because mm. you got so much like. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Oh, I'm chocolatey. Yeah. I would, I would give this a 4.5. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's like kind of fudgy. The chocolate chunks mm -hmm. give it like a little fudgy kind of kind of taste and texture to it. Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I was going to say, this is probably one of the best chocolate cookies I've had. Wow. That's a rave review. I... So I had that one. I had a taste of that one um, when my parents, um, Michael and I, were eating cookies over the weekend and um we we had one of those and we had it with the heated up method highly recommend it's oh. so fudgy and good it's probably oh. my favorite one that i've had oh with the melted chocolate mm -hmm. that would be good mm. oh yeah you're right we're comparing it to the wines that would, yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to finish this one, so if you guys want to go ahead and keep talking. Linda's <laughs> well, She needs a moment with the cookie. I do need a moment. Um, <laughs> well, I'm going to continue the dark chocolate um, the dark chocolate trend, and I'm doing their dark chocolate mint cookie. So um, at first, when I thought, saw it, I was like, how am I going to be able to tell the difference? But they have little, little mint chips. It's very, like, cunningly designed. They're very cute. Um, so I like mint. Some people don't like, oh, there it goes. Um, some people don't, and that's fine for them, but this is me. Okay. The mint is very low key. I sort of expected like a, like a little shock of mint right away, but it is very, very subtle on the mint. Um, and I think part of that is because again, it's it's the same. I think it's the same like foundation cookie, um, and it is like super rich dark chocolate, chocolate on chocolate. Um, 
I would say like it's got a similar flavor profile as like the thin mint, but less um the mint is even less forward. Um it's good. It's not it's not quite the balance that I want it to be. It's also, and this might just be about what I ordered them, it's a little dry. Um <laughs> but chocolate is great. And if you and if you kind of like mint, but you don't like overwhelming mint, then this would be a really good option for you. Um, but I would give it a three. Yeah, I kind of agree on that with the mint. Like they could they just put mint chips in it. I don't think they use like extract or anything. So you won't yeah. put mint in every every bite. I think I would have liked a little a little extract in there just to it's a little tingle. Like mint doesn't have to be flavory. It can be a little more sensory, but it's fine. I'm still, I'm still gonna eat it. <laughs> yeah, it's still Thank a you. very enjoyable cookie. I'm not, uh, like, we're, we're not saying it's bad by any means. <laughs> yeah, none of these are gonna get bad reviews for us. I have a feeling. No, <laughs> I'm not a big, uh, I'm not a big mint chocolate person. So I'm not. I, I never, I haven't tasted that one because I'm not gonna be able to give an objective opinion. But I, I can appreciate what you're saying about like the 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 scale the like spectrum of mintiness that can exist in mint chocolate because on one end of the spectrum I feel like you have this cookie and on the other end of the spectrum you have like a York peppermint patty which is like kablam <laughs> in your face mint. related if you ever find the um the peppermint Oreos just get them just oh. buy like five bags just you'll you'll eat them eventually they are so good right in the middle of that spectrum and it's got like the little pepperminty crunch too hmm. mm. oh, on the other end of that don't get the red velvet oreos way too sweet no they're no go <laughs> avoid at all costs we're gonna probably... have to do another cookie episode yeah of like oreos this is probably <laughs> an unpopular opinion that's gonna get me slammed in the facebook live comments uh-oh Red velvet is a scam. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got this, I got this. Okay, first of all, it's chocolate, and chocolate is wonderful. Chocolate's good! And it's crunchy! And they make it fancy with a little color. Everyone likes a little color. And then they slap a whole bunch of um, cream cheese frosting Mm -hmm. on it, and that is the bomb! Yeah. So, look. If you want to say it's a lie, sure. Fine. It is, it is a lie. Totally lie. It's chocolate, but it is chocolate to to the nth degree. Yes. I don't know. Yes. That's not me saying velvet. that red velvet is bad. That was not the take. <laughs> to be okay, clear. That's fair, fair. I, I, okay, okay. I it's a scam. Like that it's a go. lie is the take. <laughs> no, and insomnia next time have red velvet on the menu so we can try it. True. Yes, please. Thank you. That or is just get or just get chocolate and like put a little red from coloring. On exactly it. my point. I put some cream cheese frosting on it and it's fine. Mm. Yep, yep. Cream cheese frosting, just dunk it right in. <laughs> I will say before I do this uh, final cookie, um, the Snickerdoodle cookie may have gotten a three out of five, but the cinnamon milk that gets a four out of five from me. Mm-hmm. Also, look at the nice Mets logo on the bottom of the glass. Nice. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Nice touch from them. I like that. That is sweet. But yeah, the milk with the cinnamon in it, in addition to the, like, leftover chocolate chunk cookie. Oh, it's just, the milk's getting better and better as I go. (laughs) Yes. And see, Dom thought JD was insane for that. He thought that was gross. But no, good. It's good. It tastes like cereal milk, but even better. Yeah. 
It's the sanaki cookie bits when you take a sip and you get all the cookie bits. Oh, it's so good. Good stuff. All right. So <laughs> I've got the last cookie here. It's your. It's another classic. It's M and M's. So. Oh yeah. Unbagging. Here we go. This was. Um, I couldn't get them to say more than two words, but this one was my kids' favorite. Um, the kids have not stopped talking in five weeks, and I put a microphone in front of them and asked them how they like the cookies, and they said nothing. <laughs> and Tommy was finally like, Tommy was finally like, I'd be Eminem the best. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, thanks. I'm so glad I set that up. What else do you need? <laughs> so, so you guys can see this is a classic M&M cookie. You got the colors in there. But what's interesting about this is that and I have I don't think I've seen that often. Maybe like is it's hard to tell, but not only are there M&Ms, but there's regular chocolate chips in here also. So mm. it's got both going on, which is pretty interesting. Usually when I see M&M cookies, it's just M&M's in the cookie. But this also yeah, has chocolate chips. Yeah, like in replacement of the chocolate chip. Yeah, exactly. It's like instead of chocolate chip, it's M&M. But this has both going on at once. And I wonder how that's going to affect the taste of it. So here we go. I would imagine you're looking at a, a shift in the candy crunch to chocolate balance. And that could be a plus or a minus, depending yeah. on what you're looking for in your M&M cookies. Yeah, but there's different textures going on. I'm feeling strongly that it's a plush <laughs> right now. I like it a lot. <laughs> okay, this is real good. <laughs> this is my is favorite of the sweet? three. It's not too sweet. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No. I think the balance of, I think that's another place where the chocolate chips play in, is that you have the right ratio of like chocolate components to cookie components, but you also, the number of M&Ms that would require to achieve the same ratio, I think would make the cookie too sweet. Mm. Yeah, so, it would introduce too much of the candy coating. Exactly. Yeah. So I think the fact that they've mixed the chocolate chips and the M&Ms is actually genius. And it works out really well. I actually like this better than the chocolate chunk one. Oh. They're cookies. Yep. So I'm trying to think. I'm not sure if I would go all the way to 4.5 on this, but maybe like a 4.2 or a 4.3 out of 5. Okay. It's really That's good. It's like in like diving when they used to hold up like the 4.1, 4.2. So <laughs> <laughs> yep. we'll, we'll say it's allowed. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So definitely positive thing that they've mixed m&ms and chocolate chips together in this cookie that is its main strength it's good it should we rank cookie. our cookies oh yeah one two and three sure yeah all right so for me the 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 chocolate the double chocolate chunk the the death by chocolate that's definitely number one um i would put the sugar cookie next the plain old sugar cookie the no mas no fuss it's very good and then i'd put the white chocolate macadamia third yeah, I would go um, peanut butter, a uh, solid number one. Uh, and then the oatmeal raisin is actually like not far behind. Like it's a good oh. oatmeal raisin cookie if you if you can appreciate that sort of thing. Um, and then the mint chocolate comes in, you know, a, a, a healthy third. There, it's a it's a two man race, and then even that one's not so close. Yeah, peanut butter is definitely the king. I'm going with number one is the M and M. 
and number two is the chocolate chunk, and then number three is the snooker doodle for me. Nice. <clears throat> yep. Um, I think we proved our point that the cookies are delicious. Yes. They are. <laughs> and you guys, cookies, and, and solid work. We're going to poll you guys um, tonight or tomorrow. We'll put it up on our Twitter. You can come vote and tell us what your favorite of our three favorites is, and that will help us pick the ultimate cookie. Yes. The cookie champion. We're going to have a cookie champion poll on Twitter for all of you guys um, on our Twitter. So speaking of which, if you are just joining us, this is a pod of their own. I am Allison McCaig, rep and pull a rear Pete. Just ate a bunch of cookies. Um, <laughs> Linda Servich, rep and David Wright, also just ate a bunch of cookies. Oh, yeah, I did. And with with a spoon. With a spoon. With a spoon. <laughs> Game changer. And Maggie Wiggin, rep and scooter and the big man. Also just ate a bunch of cookies with a beer. A whole bunch of cookies. So, <laughs> so many cookies. We're doing great out here. Um, so yeah, we're going to have a poll on Twitter for you guys. We each picked a favorite. We're going to have you vote on your favorite of our favorites to pick the ultimate winner. Our Twitter is at a pod of their own. Um, you should also follow Amazing Avenue as a whole at Amazing Avenue on all the social medias. Um, we are just one of a suite of fantastic pods. So I already mentioned Brian and Chris's show. But we also have From Complex to Queens, which is the minor league podcast. Uh, so if you guys are interested in prospects, minor league content, there's a lot. There's actually minor league news happening right now um, that they, I'm sure, are going to talk about in great detail. Um, so you guys should totally check them out. Um, meanwhile, we also have Rob Wolf's show, Unformidable, which has been a fantastic refuge during these times. Um, it always is there for us, even when baseball <laughs> is not there for us. We can still look back on the less heralded Mets in Mets history, um, and Unformidable is like kind of like a great comfort food, sort of like these cookies. So It's real. It is. All of our pods are awesome, and you should be listening to all of them if you aren't already. Especially ours. Especially ours. Don't tell anybody. (laughs) Subscribe. You can subscribe to the show um, on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your pods from. So you can subscribe to us there. Um, If you guys like the Facebook Live format, we can keep doing it every once in a while. Um, We do have um, a guest coming up for you next week. Um, And yeah, so throughout the uh, quarantine season, we will keep bringing you fun and creative ways to keep ourselves entertained when there is not baseball. Amazing Avenue will keep doing that for you. Um, But in the meantime, um, this is indeed an episode of A Pot of Their Own. It's episode 45, and we are going to end the show like we do every week with walk-off wins, where each of us talks about what is making us happy this week, baseball-related or otherwise. Linda Cervich, what is your walk-off win for this week? Okay, I should probably put this out there first. I am by no means, any way, shape, or form, a follower of the WNBA, like don't know anything about it. I used to like the Liberty when they first created the league or whatever. I remember I was being a kid and I just thought it was really cool that like all these women were playing basketball when I was young. And so, you know, not following a sport, uh, I heard of Sabrina Inescu and I was like, oh, she seems great. And I just thought, you know, she was doing her thing, whatever. And for someone who doesn't follow the sport at all and then still know who she was, and then to find out that the Liberty drafted her, I was like, oh my God, I didn't realize the Liberty had the first pick. This is awesome. So then I kind of fell down a rabbit hole and I wanted to find out more about her because I'm like, she seems awesome and she is awesome. So I'm like really excited that New York has the opportunity to have like a woman star 
and that's what it seems like she is because you know good you know female athletes have come through new york before but for her to like be here long term and to you know really have the potential to be like a real game changer and a real impact player like i'll totally bandwagon i'll totally get her jersey i'll rock a liberty jersey so like i just thought that was really cool and like has the potential to be really exciting and especially now we have like so many good you know stars in new york right now so many young stars in new york right now and i'm like i hope I really hope that, you know, we finally have a woman that people, that girls can look up to and want to be like, too. So way to go, Sabrina and Eskew. <laughs> you have yeah. a new fan. <laughs> For those of you that may be new to a pot of their own, we are all about female representation in sports and in sports spaces. So anything that affirms that, good for us. We like that. Yes. Um, my WNBA uh affiliation slash story is that um I went to University of Delaware um which is not like it it has sports it has all the major sports it's not like a tiny school with no sports but it's not you know Penn State or you know like Northeastern it's not like one of those schools that is well known for its sports and pumps out a lot of like well-known professional athletes um but as any follower of women's sports, the WNBA, basketball in general, knows UConn is far and away the most um, accomplished basketball program in the country for women. Um, Elena Deladon was highly recruited to UConn and actually started out at UConn. Um, but then um, she has a sister um, who is disabled and uh, she has a really close relationship with her sister, and it was really hard on her to be so far away from her sister. So she left UConn and transferred to University of Delaware in her home state of Delaware and went on to be the most accomplished basketball player the school has ever produced. Um, and her four years at Delaware overlapped exactly with my four years of De at Delaware, and I watched her play, and it was just like, it was a life-changing moment for me That's to so see cool. a female athlete <laughs> accomplish, like, you know, nationwide fame for what she's done. And, you know, she went on to have, she's like one of the best players in the WNBA right now. Um, she went on to win the WNBA MVP award. She is a force of freaking nature. And I just love her so much. <laughs> Even though I'm also not like a basketball person, Elena Deladon makes me a basketball person because I love her. Yeah, and she just won the championship too, didn't yep. she? Yes, she did with the Mystics. Aww, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Hey, let's get a rivalry going here, Allison. <laughs> yeah, Mystics versus Liberty. The only Washington team I will actually support. <laughs> yeah. So, Maggie Wiggin, what is your walk-off win for this week? Um, so, my walk-off win is very thematic here. Um, so, I've been... All the kids ever want to watch is, like, Paw Patrol and more Paw Patrol. But... um. So the deal is like every Sunday I pick a movie and I don't care what they think about it. If they don't want to watch it, they can go do something else. Um, but I, but I do like try to pick a kid friendly movie. And this weekend I picked space jam. Yeah. Which, um, I have yeah. probably certainly 20 years since I saw that movie, probably more than 20 years. Um, but it was, and it was great. It held up. It was so much fun, except, except for the part where they quarantine the NBA because they think there is a contagious disease going around and they're showing like <laughs> yes. hazmat suits. And I'm just like, whoa, whoa, not ready for that. 
Space Jam um, ahead of its time, clearly. And also, like, oh my god, the music. Like, every scene, a song kicks up. And I'm like, that was from this movie, too? Like, Monica, oh my god. Um, so it was, like, it was a crazy just flashback to... Forget, like, the before times. Like, the before, before times. It was, um, you know, my my middle school experience just put into a very tight 90 minutes. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And the kids really liked it, too. Um, and I don't think they got any of the quarantine stuff. So, um, <laughs> no, it was, and I would, de- I would definitely say, like, it's on Netflix. Just go watch it. That shit's free. It's right there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I gotta watch Space Jam again. That's weird. Yeah, it's so good. Really worth it. Yeah. So that was my that was my walk up one. And they got like- Oh, and and just in case I didn't think that the kids really liked it, like the next day I'm walking around and Tommy's like, yeah, Tommy's like futzing around with a train or something, and I I can sort of hear him like under his breath, and I got a little closer, and he's going, "Come on and slam, and welcome to the jam. Come on and slam." And welcome to the jam. <laughs> you can't improve upon it. Like, they want to Space Jam too, but you can't improve perfection. You just can't. I know, but I also do love LeBron. Like, yeah. love him. So <laughs> I'm willing to give them a shot. But it's going to be hard, though, because the other thing, I like, I was trying to explain to the kids, like, this movie was everywhere. Yes. Like, Michael Jackson was, like, Michael Jackson, whoops. <laughs> Michael Jordan <laughs> was like the king of everything. Like he was everywhere on every magazine. Like mm-hmm. these songs were played at every party, at every like anything. Yeah, it and there just... were t-shirts and we had to, I mean, that movie must have been shown during like rainy gym days, <laughs> like like 10 yeah. times in <laughs> on those the, TVs the on the wheels. That I was on the wheels. <laughs> It was only nineties like kids now. <laughs> so we don't know wheels come in. It was a good day. <laughs> so like I love, like I love LeBron. I think he's probably a better screen presence than Michael Jordan, who yeah. does fairly well for himself. Um, I don't know that a remake will be able to capture that like enormity that no, just like because yeah. it was like quintessential nineties. Like it just yes. captures the nineties in one and, like, ninety minute movie. Like, Looney Tunes aren't what they were no. then either. Like, this was just a big, like, Bugs Bunny and Michael Jordan in a movie. Done. Like, yeah, like, two cultural phenomenons coming together. And it wasn't just Michael Jordan. Like, they got a lot yeah. of stars Larry in Bird it. They were, like, like, the legit, biggest like, NBA players of the time. Yes. Charles Barkley is hilarious. Yeah. Like, Charles Barkley being so sad about losing his talent. Like, <laughs> he really nails it but it's so I I think the new movie could be good I wonder if it will it will lack that like cultural juggernaut status yeah 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 but plus but yeah. it still blows my mind that Danny DeVito plays the villain it's like how did I get Danny DeVito to agree to this hey <laughs> <laughs> it worked out <laughs> yes um so my walk-off win for this week is kind of related to Maggie's um, in the sense that it's like, you know, something I watched on TV that was fun and everybody joined in was um, on, what night was it last week? I don't even remember now. But um, they had a Disney sing-along on ABC. <laughs> and basically it was just, it was a bunch of celebrities in their houses from their living rooms singing Disney songs and like the little Mickey head was like bouncing along <laughs> on the screen so that you could sing along 
And no one was in my house watching it with me, but I was live texting with all my friends during it. And I was like, in my like group chat of like all my college friends, I was like, yo, who else is watching this uh, Disney sing-along? Because I know I can't be the only one here. And and like some, some of my friends were like, yeah, we're watching. And some of my other friends were like, wait. It, there's a what now and they like ran to their tvs and we were like live texting the whole time like sending each other disney gifts and it was just so much fun like me being like by myself in the living room being like colors of the wind and like pretending i'm a model with my hair blowing and you know all that stuff oh it's just so good and i was like this is just like exactly the joy i need right now disney songs songs of my childhood I actually owned two Disney sing-along tapes growing up. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) So I totally get it. (laughs) Excellent. My my mother recently um, reminded me, this wasn't during the Disney sing-along, but this was during a recent time when I watched Pocahontas, because I watch the Disney movies fairly regularly, because I have Disney+. Plus. Um, which is dangerous for me. So, um, so my mother reminded me of this game I used to have. Speaking of quintessentially '90s things, and I want to know Facebook comments. People watching on Facebook, people watching this not on Facebook who hear it later, perhaps tweet at me if you also had this because I want to know. Pico? Did anyone else have a Pico? It was like this weird only 90s gaming system for like specifically for children. It wasn't like an N64 gaming console. It was like what it was like it had like a little board with like a pen and you could like draw on it. It was like educational games. And they had and there was a Pocahontas Pico game and I remember there was a specific like mini game where you were the raccoon and you were running around trying to find the biscuits. Oh, it was just like my mom was like remember when you had that like Pico Go game. I was like, that is literally something I have not thought about in 20 years. <laughs> I love when that happens. I do too. It was wild. I was like, I forgot all about this. And there was a Lion King one too. Oh, it was crazy. I had the handheld Lion King game. Mm. Was that it? No, it was like no. a you hooked it up to your TV and it was like a little like console and it had a board. It had like a storybook like style and then it had like a little like it was almost like two bits like a computer like there was a top bit and a bottom bit and they were connected and you had the top bit was like a storybook and the bottom bit was like a thing you could draw on so you could play some games where you like drew things and then other games where you would just like select things and other games where you would like hip-hop around like you know it was like an interactive that's children's cool. education that's very impressive yeah. it is and it was just like so 90s and the graphics were 90s and it was disney and everything was 90s and it was great but yeah the disney sing-along is my walk-off win for this week because i had a lot of fun christina aguilera sang um oh my god uh can you feel the love tonight from lion king i just whacked my microphone cool um <laughs> can you feel the love tonight from lion king and her dog was napping like in frame as she was singing, her dog Aww. was just like snoozing next to her, and it was the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, oh, yes, <laughs> dog out. So it was just fun. It was just like celebrities singing in their houses. Sometimes their kids got involved. You know, it was very cute. Aww. The whole thing was very cute. I really that's sweet. It. So that's my walk off win for this week. Um, so yeah. We hope that you guys enjoyed this Facebook Live format. We're new to it, so who knows? <laughs> if you guys liked it, let us know um, in the if comments. If you didn't, don't. Yeah, or no. just, or like just it, if you just, didn't just like it, don't. Don't, don't say anything. Yeah, or lie. Lying's fine. <laughs> You'll know how to interpret your silence, I promise. Yes. 
Yes. Um, but yeah, we're looking for new and creative ways to keep everybody entertained while baseball is not happening. So we may bring this back in the future, do other pods in this format. Um, let us know if you want us to. And if you have a suggestion for a good live topic or something, let us know. Um, on the social medias um, but in the meantime you should follow Amazing Avenue on all the said social medias Twitter Facebook Instagram at Amazing Avenue you should follow our show on Twitter at a pod of their own um, yeah so that's the show for this week um, the original music for the podcast is by Bunga please subscribe to the podcast on all your platforms iTunes Stitcher Spotify wherever you get your podcasts Um, Let's go Mets. And don't forget, there's no crying in podcasting. Bye, friends.